Welcome to the first edition of the Wrestle Ropes podcast uh, brought to you by SWN. I am your host, as always, when it comes to podcasts. It's Billy, and I, I'm joined with Shading Truss. Uh, welcome to the show. Hi, good to be on again. Yeah, um, so welcome back. At least it's not uh, the first of uh, first of January we're recording again, because I think we're both a little bit delicate to, to do that. Um, but we're... What, what's the Wrestle Ropes podcast, I hear you ask? Um, what it is, is going to be a preview show. We're going to take a show, invite a guest on, speak about it. Easy as that. I've stolen the name from Wrestle Ropes um, with permission from the guys uh, while I was one of them. So I didn't. I just emailed myself. Um, and uh, that's it. So Target Wrestling has a weekender coming up this weekend, uh, Saturday 24th and Sunday 25th of July. And uh, we're just going to go through the card that's been announced and uh, get your opinion on it. and drum up and hopefully, like I said before we hit record, maybe get someone interested and get them going uh, to the show itself. So this was supposed to be, well it's actually not because it's already announced, but it was supposed to be uh, the weekend or last month. Yep. But <laughs> uh, COVID unfortunately was still uh, looming large when it, when it came to it. So um, the, the team at Target, of course, decided to, to postpone it, which you were supposed to end up having a match on it. So there's a, a tournament coming up. You were supposed to be in the in that first bracket. Um, but was was there a lot of regrets not being able to, to go forward? Uh, what was what was the kind of atmosphere with the team? Just I think just disappointment all around. Really, it's uh, it, it felt like it was so close to uh, being back to. It's a bit of a normality, but then rug got pulled out from underneath us and uh, just had to kind of grin and bear it, really, until uh, until this weekend coming up, and can't wait for it now. Yeah, I mean, the, the target has been really busy. Uh, I mean, as far as companies have been, because you've been getting, uh, the, well, they've been getting a bunch of, of videos in for this tournament. They've been getting um, they've been so, so many things going on behind the scenes um at least hopefully touch wood only a couple of days out it's still gonna, it's still gonna take place um because we were supposed to do this chat last month and then um so it's taking place at station hotel which is formerly the hallmark in carlisle that's quite a, a, a usual venue wasn't it for for target Got a it was, become our our regular carlisle venue um perfect position in the centre of the town and right next to the train station from, uh, for anybody uh, needing uh, transport via train, so it couldn't have been handier, really. And uh, any, any memories wrestling there that you have, that, any particular highlights, I should say, not memories, like, like it's like happened a million years ago, but any uh, highlights from your wrestling at the, at the Hallmark? Well, the, the funny thing with, uh, with the Hallmark is it was the Actually, the first time I ever wrestled in Carlisle was at the Hallmark for uh, WZW from uh, the Northeast. So it was, uh, it's always kind of had a, a bit of a sentimental value to, uh, to myself. So it's, it's, always, it's always good to be there. Um, so for those that are aware, uh, like, like we said, it was cancelled uh, last month, the weekender. If you bought tickets for the June shows um, and you didn't request a refund, your tickets are good for the show. Um, the last one sold out to the June weekender, so fingers crossed, by the time this goes out, you'll the target team will be announcing the exact same thing again. Yeah, 
Um, so it's £20 for both shows, £12 per single show, all ages welcome. And uh, I suppose the scary thing is it's going to be a full capacity event, or it's it's available to be a full yeah. capacity event, um, which will be probably the first one since, well, in the yeah. UK, possibly, um, yeah. that will be taking place. So uh, as far as 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 uh, contingencies, is there is there anything that you can reveal? Is there a, a different set out than usual, or is it just business I, as I usual? And that's it. <laughs> It's, hopefully it's going to be business as usual, but it's. I think we're going to kind of see see how many uh, tickets we sell beforehand and kind of see if we can accommodate to that. Um, there's no point spacing out a load of space and then selling a ton more tickets and uh, then having to fill fill the space. So um, yeah, it's. Do you know what I mean? Masks masks are going to be optional if you want to wear masks. It's. It's, I know around the venue I'll be wearing it. So um, yeah, it's it, to be honest, I'm quite stressed about it myself. Um, yeah, so it's it is it's exciting, it's nerve wracking, it's hopefully a bit of normality, as I said earlier. Uh, so sorry. The best best thing to do when stressed about it is obviously to go in depth, which is what we're about to do, <laughs> and think about it more. Uh, so as far as training's been able to do, then uh, have you been able to do any uh, contact training? Has that been possible at all? Well, uh, this week we because Target Tag Wrestling have got the, a new uh, training unit uh, in the Carlisle City Centre as well, so they've. Uh, I'm got I've got access to that this week, so I'm going to actually be uh, doing some in-ring contact training which can't wait to even do that um but yeah it's it's gonna be i think it'll be as tough mentally as physically just uh there's nothing quite like being on a show so i'm kind of hoping the uh the adrenaline pushes us all through it oh <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely that's possibly the only thing that'll stop the the welts and blisters on the back as soon as you hit the ground um, so, bit of history then. First show since March seventh, twenty twenty, which when I read that was the last time there was a Target show, and I mean it was only twelve days later that was it. Places yeah. everyone was locked down. Um, it's been quite. I didn't think it was that long ago. It's, it's been <laughs> since March seventh, twenty twenty, um, and he thought it would just be a lockdown. That would be it. And then of course, in June came round. Uh, I've got the exact date somewhere as well. I think it was June twentieth. Uh, the heavyweight title was vacated, so uh, another a little bit of stress to add up to the whole situation that there's now your your top titles vacated at the same time. Um, we, we've already discussed in our in our podcast like we did our Q and A, like what you've been doing since and and what have you. But ju just since then, since the start of the year, um, of course, the close contact we've already established. But uh, how have you been getting prepared uh, for? For the return outside of, of gearing yourself up for contact training, yeah, it's it's just been a case of uh, constantly trying to keep uh, my mind into it. As far from a wrestling point of view, uh, constantly watching tapes and things. Um, I think it's it's easy to forget stuff that we 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 know instinctively. Um, so to kind of just keep our our brains fresh from a wrestling point of view is is has been key. Um, as you say, there's no been no real training until 
recently. So, um, yeah, it's it, it just kind of keep keep prodding along, and once shows are, are back in up and running, it's going to be uh, dive two feet first in and uh, and see what happens. Um, so before I go into the the first twelfth well, Saturday show, um, and if people are going, I don't want to hear. Billy speak anymore. Uh, you can get tickets to targetwrestling.bigcartel.com um, so you can head there. I will be plugging that link um, at numerous points during this this uh, this audio recording. Um, so right to Saturday. Doors open 6pm. First bell 6.30. A uh, little bit of a, a change. Like say you were initially supposed to be on the first show. You're not announced for the first show but I don't know yeah. if that will change. Uh, because there's still there's still little bits and pieces being fed through Facebook and social media. Um, so, like I said, heavyweight championship vacated uh, June twentieth, twenty twenty, and then uh, Target put out a, a big call to get entrance in for the heavyweight championship tournament. Uh, of course, you put in a video yourself. Yep. Um, as a former, well, I, I have put down everything former. So former uh, heavyweight, former high octane. Um, yep. Probably tag team champion because I don't have exactly in front of me. Yeah, yeah, former tag team champion, of course, CJ Max. So, Grand Slam winner in Tiger Wrestling, that's me. So, so of course, I mean, you're going to be in that tournament, uh, and, and you are, but I don't know how that's going to work out. Maybe you'll be able, you'll know more than I will, of course. Uh, but anyway, first day is a uh, five voted entrance for heavyweight championship tournament. First round, Sheik El Sham versus the debut Ewan O'Raw. Uh, so of course, you and we've spoke to for the podcast uh, as well. He'll be making his target wrestling debut. Uh, very much a different, uh, much difference in uh, style, size, mm-hmm. complexion. Uh, <laughs> so, what, what were your what are your thoughts on this particular match? Uh, Shigel Shah versus Judo Raw. Well, Sheik's Sheik's uh, a really yeah, a really really talented wrestler. Um, he he's got the look, he's got the size, um, and I think uh, he the last few target shows he was kind of uh, um, unsettling a few target fans with his uh, with his antics. So I'm sure he'll carry on doing that. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm quite excited to see you when make his debut. I think uh, I think the the target crowd will will get behind him. So yeah, it's going to be a, a a bit of a mix of styles, but I'm sure it'll. Uh, It'll be entertaining. I suppose. I mean, the only good th- well, one good thing that you and might have over uh, Sheik will be there's not that much footage of you and going about some W3L stuff out there, uh, some bits and pieces. But you can, you can put Sheik El Sham and it to YouTube, and there's plenty of of stuff yeah. going around. So um, could be a little bit. It'll be an underdog thing, I think, for for you and uh, hopefully if he's listening, um, I'm sure. SWN will be supporting him as a, as a Scottish uh, contingent in this tournament, but uh, definitely one, one of the more interesting matches. Uh, the next one that you just put out the preview this evening uh, for is the Cumbrian outlaw, Rick Marcus, uh, versus Joseph Biggs. Uh, out of the two, again, Rick is debuting, and yeah. I've heard a lot of things about, about Joseph Biggs. Um, he's, he's been there quite quite regularly. Um, he's a former high-octane champion as well. So again, he's got the pedigree for it. Uh, thoughts on this one? Uh, this is this is the, the standout match uh, that's kind of been announced for the tournament so far for me. Um, I think both both men have uh, something to prove at Tiger um, and they've 
both like got themselves in great shape. So yeah, like it's it's going to be going to be a good one. And as I say, it's, uh, it's the match that I'm looking forward to watching. Yeah, by by, by the looks of it, just from the pro pictures, I'm not very familiar with Rick Marcus, but it's just two big dudes. They're just going to just bat at each other for a good for a good, good little while. Um, speaking of big dudes, it's, it's Medallion and Mr. Showtime is the third match in this side of the bracket. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, Medallion, former heavyweight champion, kind of tag team champion and target, uh, very much a mainstay. And then there's uh, a bit of the unknown with Mr. Showtime. Um, I, I saw his promo, very interesting, very charismatic, very confident. And uh, yeah, he's going to have to be if he's going against Medallion, right? Yeah, they've um, they have had a, a few matches over the years uh, at Target, so it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one to see. And I'm sure Medallion will will have some tricks under his uh, sleeve or under his mask. Um, yeah, he, he never seems to play by the rules. Uh, you wouldn't see me uh, acting like that. Uh, and then of course, the last one that rounded off this this uh, first round is Ivy Mist versus Luke Ross, which is. Very interesting. Former tag team champion Luke Ross, current Ivy Mist. And as the bracket is set out, we could very well see Medallion and Ivy Mist in the quarterfinals. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that could that could be very, very interesting on Sunday. Uh, is, that, is, is that a matchup you'd want to see, Medallion versus Ivy Mist? Uh, it's and it has actually happened before. Um, I think it was the the show we did uh, in in memory for Lionheart. I'm pretty sure it was them two uh, kind of uh, battering each other uh, like a like a proper tag team would. Um, yeah, so it's uh, Luke. Luke's got so much potential that I think um, whether whether it's in this tournament or not, I think he'll he'll go far and he'll. If, if shows keep going, I think he'll have a, a good rest of the year. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, either way the uh, either winner could uh, be a, be an interesting uh, next round for them. Absolutely. Uh, is, is there anyone on that particular side of the bracket that you maybe want to avoid for the final, or is there anyone that you kind of relish to get hold of? Um, as long as as long as I don't face Medallion, because I'm. I'm I'm not a fan of uh, of his uh, uh, style, shall we say, or lack of style. Um, so yeah, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of uh, his uh, his brawl in uh, antics. So I don't want to be. Uh, I, I want to be a professional wrestler and uh, do some wrestling rather than uh, fighting. <laughs> so especially if you spent uh, the, the good portion of a day beating, or be three people you'd have to beat to, to even get a chance to get there. Uh, to, to get a chance at medallion if he gets through. Um, so of course that's all that's being announced for the first day. Uh, don't know if that's it uh, or if there's going to be extra matches thrown in for good measure. We just know that's what's happening. Well, there's a match that um, will be announced this week, which will be my match for the Saturday, and uh, due to. Uh, uh, well, it's unfortunate circumstances. Uh, Ricky Knight Jr. is having to relinquish the high octane title, so there will be a four-way match for the high octane title on the Saturday, and that'll be myself, 
Josh Terry, the returning Charlie Sterling, and the debuting Joel Andor. That, so, that uh, is huge, then. That, that's a scoop in my book as well. Uh, so, that, yeah, so, uh, of course, Ricky Knight Jr. was supposed to be initially going to be in a, a triple threat, I think it was. I know he was against uh, Josh Terry, originally stated for the, the June show. And then uh, if he won it, he would have been in a triple threat or a singles match next night with Owen Michaels, Havoc or Sammy Sparks. So, yeah, that's, that's another big change then. So so coming out of, of lockdown, only only the tag team champions are guaranteed to still have their titles after the, the initial shows. Um, so, and, and, like, I think... I think the mix of uh, the four of us is, uh, I'm pretty sure all, all four of us will uh, be wanting to uh, get our hands on that title. So it's uh, it's going to be uh, an interesting one. And if I win that and then win the tournament, I'll have two titles. So that's my aim anyway. Um, but yeah, you, yourself and Josh Terry have definitely had a lot of battles over the years. Uh so you've got a little bit of experience there. Uh, what's your experience like with, with Charlie Sterling then? Because, of course, he was, and it's an SWM podcast presented, so, of course, Five Star Wrestling gets mentioned. So he's been in Five Star, he's been in OTT, he's been everywhere. Um, what's your experience with Charlie Sterling? Uh, not a lot, actually. Um, he's he's just he's worked a few of the Target shows, so I've, uh, I've crossed paths with him before. Um, but so talented and... Uh, like I think people don't realise how athletic he is until he starts coming off the top rope and uh, surprising people. But yeah, he's he's so talented. He's got the look, and uh, yeah, he's definitely got the ability. Uh, so I didn't catch the the fourth entrant into that match. Who, who's that again? Joe Lando. Joe Lando. Okay, not yeah. not a name I'm familiar with. So uh, where is about to see? He's, he's from he's from down down the country and uh, he is well he claims to be the best cruiserweight in Europe and he has posted a lot of uh, videos of himself over the past year and he some of the uh, some of the moves and things he can do are pretty ridiculous he I think he often finishes his matches with a shooting star elbow drop so he's. Uh, I'm sure he, he's going to uh, make some new fans by the end of uh, the match. And and I think also the the thought of him and Josh crossing paths is uh, quite mouth-watering as well. So it's uh, it's going to be something. Uh, I can just imagine your, your tactics in this. I don't, I mean, I don't want anyone who you're facing to, to, to get <laughs> into that. But, um, of course, don't speak grab your body part and keep it to the ground because this is three very much high flyers then you're com coming up against. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let them all uh, tire themselves out doing all the flips and uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just be there to, to clean up at the finish and uh, win the title. Um, so, of course, that... Oh, then that's uh, five matches then for the first night, uh, including that humongous high-octane title match then. Uh, that moves on to Sunday. So what we do, though, again, we're just working on the bracket. So Sunday, doors open, 1.30pm, first bell, 2pm. Uh, of course, tickets are available, £12, if uh, they're not sold out by the time I put this out, which, no, my luck, it will be. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully it is. But uh, Heavyweight Championship Tournament continues. We've got the quarterfinals. So it's going to be uh, Sheik El-Sham, Yuna Raw, against uh, Rick Marcus or Joseph Biggs. Um, or, like we mentioned, Medallion, Mr. Showtime, 
against either Ivy Mist or Luke Ross. Um, we, we mentioned uh, Medallion and Ivy Mist, but is there any kind of combo out there that you're interested in watching? I think, look, looking at them on paper, I think any combination of them are going to be tough matches for, for everybody. And, um, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to, to pick a, a winner of that side of the bracket on, on paper, to be honest. Uh, yeah, there's uh, some some really good talent in there. So, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be tough to kind of predict where it's going to go on that side. Yeah, and then, of course, we've got the semi-finals as well between all those. So the, yep. the big news that will come out of Sunday, uh, or coming into Sunday, is uh, Aisha Raymond is making her debut. So, of course, Aisha, uh, very much uh, well-known uh, up this side of the border for Fierce Females, Reckless and Ten. And, of course, she's been well-travelled, going to Japan, Europe, um, a very big, big, uh, well-experienced uh, wrestler. Um, of course, don't know her opponent, and I suppose whoever it is will be quaking in their boots. Uh, but yeah, what have you seen of Aisha Raymond? What's what's what do you think she could bring to Target? Well, uh, I, part of part of what stands out for for Aisha to me is the presence. She she has a presence that people are going to um, as soon as she she comes makes her entrance, she's going to uh, definitely draw attention to herself. And I think. Uh, I think regardless of who she's against, male or female, I think uh, it's uh, it's going to be a tough match for somebody. Definitely. Um, so that's a stacked weekend. Uh, that's not even talking about what possibly happened with the left side of the bracket. Uh, but yeah, we're looking at, at uh, former high-octane champions, former heavyweight, former tag team, and then of course the debuts, and then that humongous high-octane title match as well. Um, so other, I mean, We've already mentioned which match you kind of look forward to uh, for the the first side, but um, other than your own, obviously. Uh, but is, is there is there uh, any anyone in particular? Like I said, matches. Is there anyone in particular that that you, you're going to scout other than Medallion because you know he's going to be full um, of shenanigans? Like like I said, the the Rick Marcus uh, Joseph Biggs match is uh, is the one that stands out for me and. Uh, I'm very interested in seeing uh, how that goes, and uh, I think both of them men are going to be uh, big parts of the UK scene. So uh, having them at Target Wrestling for our return, I think, is uh, only a, a promising thing for us. Um, so let's look at the left side. I don't know what's happening with this. We said uh, there'll be some news regarding uh, the left half of the tournament, but we'll go through the entrance and uh, the matches that were announced, and uh, we can. We can go through who who's in there. Of course, yourself. Um, we've, we've discussed about your first Triple Crown Grand Slam winner, Target Wrestling. You're due to go against Mayhem Brooks. Uh, of course, he's up at my end. He's in Elgin. Well, he says Elgin. He's in Lumbride, which is about three miles out. But uh, he's, he's, he's based in Elgin, he says. Uh, but that's 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 very different then, because, of course, Mayhem's got a, a bit more mixed martial arts background, MMA, uh, he likes to punch about this punching bag. Um, whether you're against him or not, or if there's some sort of thing that happens that, that gets this sorted, um, what 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 were you looking out for for Mayhem? Is there anything you studied to combat him? My people people often forget that I'm actually uh, a very talented professional wrestler, so um, I can actually wrestle. So 
I think uh, I was uh, looking forward to uh, pushing him to his limits on the mat and uh, showing uh, he's not the only person that can grapple around here. So uh, it was uh, it was a match that I was looking forward to, and I don't really know what's going to happen with with the other side of the bracket yet. So I'm uh, I'm still waiting on the news as as much as everybody else is. Uh, and then, of course, we had uh, returning Theodorus against Alex Cavero, which was a match that, on paper, that was the one I was proper looking forward to finding out about or seeing somehow uh, on YouTube if it went up, um, because that's just two jacked guys that are that are very, um, what would be the word, they're, they're deceptive in what they can do. Um, yeah. So Cavero is uh, part of the, the, the Tyne, Tyne Wolves, is that correct? Yeah. So more of a tag team guy, do you think that would be something yeah. that may be a, a disadvantage to him in the tournament? Yeah, I think uh, he, he hasn't really had a chance in target to to prove himself as a singles wrestler. So uh, I think he's he's already got a chip on his shoulder. So I think uh, having to prove himself uh, is just going to make him even hungrier for 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 that uh, attention and accolades that he's after and and for me i think theo is so underrated he's he's so so good um and and somebody i'm yet to cross paths with in the ring so it's uh it's it's a match that i'd be looking forward to having so if 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 we do still go ahead with this tournament my eyes are, are looking to to theo um, especially with his experience. I mean, I don't know if, if, if you've got anything on the WWE Network, but I think he had recently had a match with uh, Doug Williams. And then I think he won. Uh, I haven't watched it myself yet, but so that, that's definitely a that's, a that's a bit of a momentum uh, booster to go into this tournament and, and face uh, like experienced wrestlers like yourself and and uh, and what have you. So that's, that, yeah, that could, that could be... We, we thought uh, Biggs and, and Marcus was the standout match of one side um, other than your own match, um, that Doris and Cavero would probably be the possibly the standout yeah. of the other half. Um, we've got uh, Roy Story, who won the fan vote to be entered, so he was the most popular video. Um, again, another very confident guy making his debut. He's already got a t-shirt made uh, <laughs> for, for Target. Uh, he's going against Monty Burns, big fan favourite. But Monty, maybe, I don't know, I, like I said, just from what I've seen and, and what I've read uh, might not be the most experienced as a wrestler, all-rounder. Uh, he's just, yep. he's a, very much a charismatic uh, underdog, would you say? So, yeah. what, what would you say? What would? What are your thoughts on this one? I think uh, I think it would be uh, it'll be interesting because um, Monty has kind of been able to test himself over the years, so he's he's kind of he has had a, a few big matches uh, a lot of the time in tag team matches but uh, you still you still pick up some uh, some uh, tips and uh, tricks so I think uh, he he obviously has a, an experience advantage over the debut in Roy Story but um, I think I think Roy has a almost an arrogance with his confidence that um, I'm sure he's already uh, thought of a few tricks to have uh, up his sleeve as well. So it's uh, it's an interesting one. Uh, he's, he's definitely looking to make uh, it was, was a his story, which you know <laughs> I love a pun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I haven't seen him wrestle yet, but he's got a pun. I'm like, 
you know what? There's a little tick in the box there for you. So that's that's that. But uh, and the last one, of course, which I think was supposed to be the first match of their bracket, uh, was uh, Rain versus Zero. Totally different to anything else on the card. Then you've got uh, the powerhouse in Rain, and then you've got I don't know how you describe Zero. To be perfectly <laughs> honest, it's just I, I don't I don't know what this uh, what uh, what's like. Targets had for supernatural beings in the past. Um, what have you seen of Zero? What's what's your what's your thoughts? What, are you looking yeah. to avoid getting into the ring with him? Just yeah, avoid getting in the ring with him. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, he's. Uh, well, how I don't know how the best way to describe him is, and I think that's that's probably one of his strong points. If uh, if you can't even describe how he, how he wrestles, how are you going to actually compete against him? So yeah, it's uh, it's he's somebody who's who's got um obviously got Tiger Wrestling's attention. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how he performs and how how the the, the Carlisle fans uh, react to him. Yeah, it's, it's like that. It's like a, a, a like a henchman, but like a, a like if you. I don't know if you've seen Avengers, uh, for example, uh, in, in uh, Infinity War, when they had like the dogs, the, the mutated dogs coming through and just grabbing and, and just tearing apart. So I kind of see Zero. So like, once he grabs you, you're just like, well, I'm going to have to escape or I might die. <laughs> so it's in that weird one. But he's coming in against Rain, of course. Uh, chalk and cheese. Powerhouse uh, relies on, on uh, grabbing and throwing, which... Uh, is again another another plus point, I suppose. When it comes to this kind of tournament, you want to grab and throw zero as far away as possible. Um, but yeah, Rain, what, what, what are your thoughts if you come up against her? If you, what would be your not your strategy? Because I don't want to give spoilers away, but well, I'll, I'll give you a strategy not get grabbed and thrown, <laughs> um, which seems to be my strategy in most of my matches, to be honest. Um, yeah, uh, it's She's somebody that's um, obviously a, a, a powerful woman, so she's uh, she's not somebody I want to start exchanging blows with because, to be honest, I think uh, she might come out on top. Um, but yeah, I, th I think overall, like if you look at the matchup on matchup between all the all the tournament matches, I think on paper that kind of sums up Target Wrestling. Um, you get a bit of everything. And you you can you can have as many as many matches as you as you think you know, and you look at them matches and you don't know which who's go, who's going to win. <laughs> it's like outside of myself, of course. Um, you you don't really uh, it could go either way with any of the matches, and that's for me that's that's a that's a selling point for me because there's no predictability in target wrestling. Um, so yeah, it's we we have a we have a good mix of uh, of our our local talent, whether it's uh, debuting wrestlers that have came through Target or uh, the regular um, Target wrestling crew, um, and you also have like some of the best wrestlers from around the UK. We we're not we're not stuck to to just using the same group of wrestlers every match every show it's um there's so many so many wrestling promotions that i don't know if it's going to be the same now that we've come back but there were 
it was a lot of the same over and over again. And you, you don't want that because the last thing you want to, to do is have, have fans look at a, a lineup and go, oh, again, <laughs> or oh, I've, oh, I've seen that before. Um, yeah, so yeah, having 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 a lot of fresh faces in there and fresh matchups, uh, it's yeah, it's I'm I'm excited for for everything that's uh, been announced so far, and I'm not very excited about this uh, unknown left hand side of the brackets, to be honest. Um, I think we need some clarity from Tiger management, to be honest. So. I mean, I suppose if you, if you come out of the first night as high octane champion, I think it might, I mean, your priority for it maybe just not low, but just a little bit lower. And then you got a bit of gold on you in the, in the first place. Um, but yeah, speaking of, of yeah, targets, I mean, looking at your title histories at, at Target, um, you've got guys like Grado, of course, yourself, uh, but then you've got Paul London, uh, who I know is very much a, a, a friend of yours and a, a Humongous failures. I saw him saw him uh, plugging the weekender over on Twitter, um, and yes. and that and that's that's the sort of you know what I mean if if somebody like Paul London is excited about our return, then the fans should be clamouring for those tickets. Uh, yeah, it's it's the 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 past champions we've had through through any of the divisions is is like a who's who of of British wrestling, and then, as you say, people like Paul London, Dante from uh, uh, the Sumerian Death Squad was a heavyweight champion for for a while as well. And it's it kind of it's fresh. That's it's the best way to describe Target for me. Um, wrestling people think wrestling has a formula, and you look at WWE, and people already think think they know what's happening before it's happened and I'm I'm happy to say that uh, Target Wrestling don't have that uh, issue so yeah just keep things keep things fresh and exciting and uh, just uh, my aim for us returning is try and help the company be as big as possible and if that takes me holding two titles then that's what it's going to take. Uh, was there anyone in the videos when they were doing the fan voting? Is there any video that you spotted you, that you kind of hoped got a little bit more traction that they'd be in tournament, or at least that you they could have been in target uh, for that return show? Um, to be honest, the only the only one that I was disappointed that didn't get more numbers was my own because well that's because I I don't like wrestling fans, so it's fair to say why they didn't like it. To be you'd be disappointed if they did. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I couldn't win, and I think that's why Tiger put me in these positions. Uh, so, all after all that, the finals are due to take place in August in Carlisle again. Um, I, I don't, I don't write down the date because that would be too organised for. Me. Uh, do you have the date for the August show? <laughs> no, not at hand. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, go to Target Wrestling on Facebook. I'm sure it'll be on there uh, for, for everyone. Um, so, yeah. Um, Huge show coming up. Uh, I'm not saying there's a lot of pressure on you, but you're, like I say, you're one of the first shows that's going to happen now. This lockdown, this Freedom Day has happened in England. Um, fingers crossed, it at least makes it to the finishing line before anything else happens and Monday rolls around and it's like, <laughs> no, Freedom Day is cancelled. We're, we're cancelled. <laughs> you're closed down again. But uh, 
Yes, it's going to be a very interesting time. Like you say, uh, you're going to be wearing your mask, uh, but you did. there was a note put on Facebook, which I'll just read out. Uh, so saying face masks, masks are not mandatory, but if you feel more comfortable, then please wear them if you wish. Um, you know what, to be honest, pre-wrestling, uh, pre-lockdown, probably be a good idea to wear face masks sometimes as well. I mean, I've... I've I've been to some and wrestling if it, shows. If, if, it keeps them, <laughs> if it keeps them fans quiet, then I'm all for them. <laughs> so uh, just to recap, £20 for both shows, £12 per single show, all ages welcome. That's at targetwrestling.bigcartel.com uh, this weekend, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, for a last-ditch advertisement, what would you recommend? What, what, what would, you, would you tell someone that's on the fence uh, that think, oh, maybe I'll get a ticket to go to the show? If if you haven't been to Target Wrestling before, it's I, I find it hard to to compare it to another promotion. As I say, we're we're very much uh, our own little uh, little uh, environment, so it's it's always an interesting show. You you're gonna have something that you haven't seen before, whether it's a, just a, a wrestler, a, a match, or you, you mean even even a spot you haven't seen before and kind of went. You'll watch it and go, oh, well, that was interesting. If they're going to be doing things like this every every show, it might be worthwhile uh, becoming a regular. But, yeah, it's, the atmosphere at Target Wrestling is is second to none. So, yeah, and if you, if you want to get a little bit of Target Wrestling history, just head to YouTube and uh, take a look at some of my videos because there's plenty of Target footage over on, uh, on YouTube on my uh, Shedding Actress channel. Of course, yeah, and uh, give, give a plug of your your uh, CDs as well, uh, your your YouTube CDs mm-hmm. that you've got with your matches from Target and, and elsewhere. Yeah, pro wrestling is real life, and uh, you'll see uh, some of the the top names that I was uh, mentioning earlier, from even f- people like Shane Strickland, uh, who's the the North American champion in NXT now, to uh, Tommy End, who's now in AEW. Um, yeah, we've we've got the the import of being on. We've had the top British names like Doug Williams and Rampage Brown and, and fresh faces like Luke Ross, uh, Leighton Buzzard. Um, yes, so if you if you take a look at some of uh, my past matches from Target Wrestling, you'll, you'll kind of get a feel of, uh, of a little bit of what to expect, but uh, always expect something uh, a bit fresh, so... Perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining me in this preview and this Wrestle Ropes podcast debut. Uh, so if people want to find out more about Target Wrestling, you can go to facebook.com slash Target Wrestling. Uh, Twitter, again, don't have it in front of me. I assume it's the same. It's at Target Wrestling. And you can find out more about the show. But good luck for, for the weekend. Hopefully you'll be coming out as High Octane Champion at the end of it and you'll know what's happening with the, with the other side of the bracket. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a wild night in, in Carlisle, I'm sure. Can't wait, can't wait.